Dear Heavenly Father, as we pray to you on this blessed day, we look to you for your guidance and your will, your love and your light to radiate down upon us. Let us not be led by temptation or by sin. Let us not give way to things of the flesh, lust, masturbation, pornography, addiction, murder, and so much more. But let us give way to your word and your will in the light and in the love through your sacrifice so that we may ultimately reign in the kingdom with you forever through the salvation you have given to us. Let our faith not just be of word, but of works, of deeds as well, reaching out to our brothers and sisters as one, through the loving of our neighbors as you have loved us. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our scriptures for today, our first one comes from the book of James, chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers and sisters, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. For all of us make many mistakes. Anyone who makes no mistakes in speaking is perfect able to keep the whole body in check with a bridle. If we put it bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we guide their whole bodies. Or look at ships, though they are so large that it takes strong winds to drive them, yet they are guided by a very small rudder between... <clears throat> rudder. Wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great exploits. How great a forest is set ablaze by a small fire, and the tongue is a fire. The tongue is placed among our members as a world of iniquity. It stains the whole body sets on fire the cycle of nature and is itself set on fire by hell. For every species of beast and bird, of reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by the human species. But no one can tame the tongue, a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless the Lord and Father, and with it we curse those who are made in likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and curse. My brothers and sisters, this ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth the same opening both fresh and brackish water? Can a fig tree, my brothers and sisters, yield olives and or a grapevine? Figs, no more can salt water yield fresh. Amen. 
And now we turn. We're reading from the scripture of Mark, verses 27 through 38. Jesus went on with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. And on the way, he asked his disciples, Who do you say that I am? And they answered him, John the Baptist. And others, Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. He asked them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered him, You are the Messiah. And he sternly ordered them not to tell anyone about him. Then he began to teach them, The Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life will make for my sake, and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. And he said to them, Truly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see that the kingdom of God has come with power. Here ends the reading from our gospel. And this brings me to the message that I wanted to share with each and every one of you brothers and sisters today. A message entitled, Beyond Oneself. Now what does it mean to you to live beyond oneself? As we look at the scripture from our Gospel of Mark, we see a few examples here. We see Christ asking his disciples to start of who he is. Who do they think he is? And then we see him go into teaching the disciples. And he starts off by saying, The Son of Man must undergo great sufferings and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed, after which three days he will rise again. And he tells them this openly. 
But what happens when he says this openly to his disciples? But Peter comes and pulls him aside and says, things that start to rebuke him. Instead, Christ quickly, in front of the other disciples, turns to Peter and rebukes him instead and says, Get behind me, Satan. For you are setting your mind not on the world above, but on the earthly plane, on the world that you are currently in. This is part of that setting our minds on beyond oneself. You see, for us that want to relish, want to get to the heavenly kingdom, we have to place our hearts and our minds in loving nature beyond ourselves, beyond our sinful lust of this world, and beyond just our day-to-days. This week in our daily morning coffees and scriptures, I talked a lot about faith, and I talked about faith and how it is more than just word and how it's that deed as well, or those works. Word without works just does not go together. And I compared it to a nut and a bolt, holding two things together. And that without that nut and that bolt, those things would fall apart. The same as faith without works. But as we continued forth in our Gospel of Mark today, we see him that he called the crowd. And he said, if any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Christ is asking them that if they want to be his followers, which many of us brothers and sisters say that we are followers of Christ, then that means we must deny ourselves, deny ourselves of our sinful nature, of our lust, of our pride, of our envy, of our idolatry, and so much more that we may not even realize we're doing. And we must take up our cross and follow him. Follow Christ Jesus. Now many of you know the image of Christ Jesus holding the cross on his back and walking with it as he went towards and forth his death. But how many of you have taken up your cross? How many of you have moved forward? And yes, Christ died for our sins, but we are still supposed to deny that sinful nature. We are supposed to take up our own responsibilities on things and be faithful in not just word, but in deeds as well. As we mention our words, I can't help but flip back 
and flip to our scripture from James that we had today for just a moment. And when we talk about words, let us go back to James and we have to discuss a little bit about how our tongue can be used for good and for evil. And in James, it starts off by completely saying that not many of you should become teachers, brothers and sisters, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. Now, since this is an online ministry, I am on plethora of social media platforms, including TikTok. And I see the Christian community who is there, and many of them have pretty good lessons to teach through experiences in their own lives and so forth. And I wonder how many of them have taken up their cross in the same way. How many of them, when they're teaching, are denying themselves, as Christ said back in Mark? How many of them may be giving beautiful lessons, but still behind the screen, behind the scenes, when we don't see it, not denying themselves? Or not controlling one's tongue. And this goes back to way before where we've talked about being quick to listen, slow to anger, and slow to speak. And yet, then I see others that I'm pretty sure they were slow, quick to anger, quick to speak, and slow to listen. But as we continue forth through the book of James... We, talk, we see his comparison of, you know, how he tamed the beast, how we tame horses, and we put the bridle in their mouth to help keep them under control, and we can sit there and we can tame everything, but the thing that cannot be tamed is the tongue. And verse 10 says, From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this ought not to be so. We, James is telling us that we are not to sit there and both spew blessings and curses. And he continues forth and says, as examples, does a spring pour forth from the same opening both fresh and brackish water? Now, for any of you who drank from a fresh spring, you know how the clarity is supposed to be. Yet, if someone shakes it up a little bit, it might get dirty. But James is saying, like, why are we doing this? Why are we speaking both good and evil at the same time? Continues forth and says, Can a fig tree, my brothers and sisters, yield olives or a grapevine figs? No more can salt water yield fresh. So James is rounding us out, basically, saying that we need to control our tongues, brothers and sisters, because 
That is also part of living beyond oneself. Because self-indulgence says we are going to speak our mind and we are going to speak out of our anger and our emotions in most cases. But what typically happens is we start speaking ill of our fellow brothers and sisters. We start speaking in which ways that cause divide and hatred and sin. Instead of speaking in ways out of love and out of hope and out of peace, joy, ultimately. Instead of speaking in ways that lift up your fellows, brothers and sisters in Christ. Help them take up their cross as well and deny themselves. So once again, brothers and sisters, I ask you as we are going to flip back into our gospel from Mark. How do we deny oneself? And take up our crosses to follow Christ. A first step would be learning to control our tongues so that we speak love and joy and light and not darkness, hate, and sin. But as we continue forth, it says, For those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel, we'll save it. Part of taking up our cross is denying the life on this plane. Denying oneself. The envy, the lust, the adultery, the pornography, the sinful natures, sleeping around, Masturbation, and so much more. If I said pride or envy, those are as well. So we deny that life, that form. We deny the tongue that spews evil. And we end up taking up our cross and following Christ. Because we want to save our lives, ultimately. It's not a matter about living on this earthly plane. It's a matter of life for eternity. Life with Christ for eternity. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? And I know that there are brothers and sisters out there that claim to be Christians. They attend their church service on Sunday and they railroad over every other person in their path Monday through Saturday because they need to get ahead in this world, in this life. I just pray that they don't find it too late to repent and to look towards eternal life. Because Christ goes on to say in verse 38 that those who are ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of them, the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory 
of his Father with the holy angels. So if you are ashamed, brothers and sisters, to speak out in love and light, to take up your cross as Christ did for your sins, then Christ shall be ashamed when he comes again as he sees you. Let us not do that. You see, I believe Jesus is telling us to find what it is that God wants us to do in this world. Not, necessar not necessarily what we want to do. For many of us, it's a struggle. To struggle to have that deep faith to listen to God's calling and take up your cross and follow. But I feel like a, this quote from Martin Luther King Jr., speaks wonders, and it says that life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? And I feel like this quote from Martin Luther King Jr. has a very strong voice in today's message about taking up your cross and denying oneself, Controlling your tongue so you're not speaking evil, but you're speaking love and light about your brothers and sisters. Because when we look for God's work, we find work that fits our talents and our abilities. When we look for work in this earthly plane, we are just finding a job and we are miserable. Brothers and sisters, how many of you out there are working a job that makes you miserable every day? Because you just wanted a paycheck and you wanted to be able to supply for the earthly things. But instead of looking to the Lord for his guidance and his help, you thought you could do it by yourselves. Because God's work gives us the kind of joy that makes us forget about ourselves. And think of those around us. Think of those other brothers and sisters who are in need. Whether it is, as our Bible ministry here at Worship Without Walls does, and ships Bibles to those in need, pulling out of our own pockets to give back to others, buying a hot meal for someone in need, helping someone move. Houses, or whatever the case may be, we find joy in these things. It doesn't matter how worn down or sore and tired our body and muscles are the next day. What matters is we have joy in our hearts because we've done what we were called to do in Christ's name. We took up our crosses and we followed through in Christ's name. We denied ourselves and our sinful nature, our adulterous nature. We no longer look towards idolatry and false prophets or those that think they're above all. But we honor God every day. We wake up in prayer every day. We talk to our friend in Christ every day. Because as we honor God, believing deeply and being involved in his work, we learn 
to concentrate in a way that causes us to go beyond ourselves. Because you, brothers and sisters, if you do that, you can do more than you have ever imagined. More than you thought this world could even provide for you. But it comes down to a few things. It comes down to taking up your cross and denying ourselves of our sinful nature. Monitoring our tongues that we do not let evil and poisons come out of it, but that love and that light. And all of these things wrapped together in a bow, including the wise words from Martin Luther King Jr. about the life's most persistent and urgent question of what are you doing for others? All of that comes into play of living beyond oneself. Because if we're living in the light of our Lord Jesus Christ, if we're living in his love, sharing his love and his light to others, then we are truly living beyond ourselves. If we are denying our sinful nature in Christ's name, we have that light and that love and that joy burning in our hearts. And we honor God. We live beyond ourselves. Now let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we look to you today that you would help guide us and continue to strengthen us, that we would be able to not speak poison from our tongues, but your love and your light, that we would not be afraid to take up our cross and follow you, bearing your fruits through us into the world, and that we would not be afraid to live beyond oneself, in Christ Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings? Then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls it's all custom designed from us here at worship without walls again that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones have a blessed day